say, man. You got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> what do you want, master? <laughs> Bitch! You know what I want. <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. Climbing to the moon like that bitch Alice Kramer. Cause it's hard being black and gifted. Sometimes I just want to throw it all down and get left it. Let's get high. Come on, let's get high. Hey, I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. But let me tell you something. I love weed, okay? I love it. But not as much as I love pussy. Hey, smoke weed every day. Pull out that bag of sticky, icky, icky. Ooh-wee! We are about to go on one scary trip. We watched Evil Bong. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goon? <laughs> How you all doing out there? Anyway, yes, this is Horrible Horror. Welcome. We are the podcast that we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today is my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How you doing? And joining us today... Back after a little bit of a hiatus, friend of the show, Mr. Chris Samples. What's up, guys? How's it going? Chris, Chris, welcome back, man. It's good to have you. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh, by the way, awesome. Awesome opening. Loved it. Thank that you. Was solid. <laughs> Digging it. Uh, yeah. So it is 420 week. Obviously, you, uh, by the opening, you got kind of understand what we're doing this week. We, took, <laughs> we uh, lit up and took a hit off the evil bong. Uh, this is before we get into the evil bong, though, I have a quick announcement to make about. We have our grand champion for the 2016-2017 Horrible Horror March Movie Madness, uh, even though it's now end of April. End of <laughs> April, yeah. It took a little longer than we thought, but hey, uh, we, know, we finally got our champion. It's like the NHL playoffs. They just keep going yeah. and going and yeah. going. Uh, the voters have spoken. The Moon Goons, you've let your voices out. Do you, and remind the matchup was between... I'll always know what you did last summer, and taking on Baxter Terror U. and Baxter U. Yep. yep. Champion yeah. in a close, hard-fought fight <laughs> is Terror Baxter U. Oh! oh! All right. Terror Baxter U, you take home the crown, the worst movie of the 2016-2017 season for Horrible Horror, if you will. That wasn't my initial pick. You know, I thought, Not mine. I thought Terror and Baxter U was bad. Real bad. I, I thought I'd get to final uh, elite eight, final four, what in that area. But I, I was surprised it won. I'm a, I'm surprised as far as uh, I always know how far that went. I, it, I'm really yeah. surprised that, that went was deep, deep. I mean, it went to the finals. So yeah, you, you, oh. so how you can't get any deeper? You can't get any deeper. Booyah. or can you? 
the only, the only deeper you can get is if it's so deep, so deep, you put the ass to sleep. Yes, That's damn. the deepest I think you can get. That Seems is the deepest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to the movie at hand. We did Evil Bong. This is a full moon uh, feature, full moon picture. Mm-hmm. It was full released, moon. released on October 31st, 2006. Written by Dominic Muir and Charles Band, also directed by Charles Band as well. Now, this movie, you can find it on Amazon, Vudu, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play. It's out there a lot. Um, and this, oh my God, I guess maybe because it's what Full Moon does, but this movie actually spawned um, six sequels. Uh, Evil Bong 2, King Bong, Evil Bong 3D, The Wrath of the Bong, Evil, Evil Bong 420, Evil Bong High Five, and Evil Bong 666, which just come, I, I think comes out. This year already just came out. I think Jeez. it comes out coming up pretty soon. It's a straight up franchise. It is right? a straight up franchise. And if you that's not even kind of the crossover of uh the Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Ginger Dead Man, friend of the show. Friend of the show, right, yeah, yeah. You know, Gingy. We call him Gingy here. Uh so let's look at the cast real quick. Not a whole lot. Um there's a few things like uh we have uh Larnell, who's played by John, Patrick Jordan. Uh he's got thirty eight credits for name. Um, he's been in all five of the Evil Bong movies, uh, or the first five. Uh, he was also in Killjoy's Psycho Circus, which is another full moon callback to our show. And his claim to fame is that he played Stifler's younger brother in American Pie, The Book of Love. He, so that's his big claim to oh. fame. Oh, snap. He okay. was he was little Stifler. So which which uh, character do you play in Evil Bong? It's Larnell. The two. Larnell. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's supposed to be a lawyer. Yeah. And let's see, we have Brett Lloyd, or Brian Lloyd played Brett. He's been in a bunch of indie horror movies, uh, Candy Stripers, Dial Graveyard, or, I'm sorry, Candy Strippers, ah. and uh, Evil Bong 1, 2, and 3 as well. Uh, anything else? Uh, Luann, uh, Luann is played by Robin Sidney. She is a full moon scream queen. She's like on a ton of full moon stuff. Uh, all six of the Evil Bong movies, she's played Luann. She's also in Ginger Dead Man 1 and 3, where she played the lead, Sarah Lee. <laughs> and, of course, Ginger Dead Man vs. Evil Bong. But that's crazy, because you have two characters that you're playing from two different universes. Right. Like, I wonder what they did there. I kind of mm. like that. It's like almost uh, like the Marvel Universe, when you have Spider-Man crossing over and meeting the Avengers. Yeah, but it's mm. not like you have... Uh, it's not like... Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Toby... Toby Maguire, who is playing Spider-Man in in the universe, and then you also see him playing uh, a fucking Speedball or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then they film a Marvel movie where you have Spider-Man, two Toby Maguire characters in the same. Yeah. That's it's different. Anyway, uh, uh, last few people I'll mention will be there's a cameo by uh, Sylvester Turkey. Uh, we mentioned him uh, because he's a uh, former wrestler, MMA guy. We mentioned him in the uh, Pro Wrestlers or Zombies episode, and. Uh, the man, Tommy Chong, is in this. Let's talk yes. about Tommy Chong. Um, Shout out to Tommy Chong. Who actually does a pretty good job with this. But, I mean, it's Tommy Chong. I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's the same yeah. guy you see yeah. in all, every movie. Um, and then we have Tim Thomerson. Uh, he's a character actor, 204 credits. And lastly is Brandy Cunningham, who plays one of the dancers in Bong World. And now, <laughs> I, bring Bong her, World. <laughs> I bring her up because... Uh, just like uh, another actress from, uh, I think it was Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies, who's also the play, uh, Penthouse Playmate, Brandy Cunningham was also on Rock of Love with Brett Michaels, hmm. uh, a, another reality show called Megan Wants a Millionaire, uh, Rock of Love Charm School, and 
Uh, I love a show called I Love Money season three, which never aired because the winning contestant Ryan Jenkins murdered his wife and then committed suicide wow. during a widely publicized international manhunt. Wow. So they're like, yeah, we can't air this season. Our winner just murdered his wife. <laughs> wow. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm rambling on with the cast. Um, we're that's so let's go in the movie. We all have our Coors Light and we're ready to go. All right, we open with uh the credits that's a mix of like stoner scooby doo reggae music like it was really i don't kinda know sky kind of sky yeah but it's like the opening gravity is kind of like it just reminded me of something like you would see scooby doo and like mixed with like you know what's a stoner world like, yeah it's just, right. i don't know it had that weird i kind of dug it though did you yeah it wasn't bad um but i mean it's a stoner movie right. yeah. <laughs> Now I will have to say before you, I, I guess we, so I gotta say this. At least I don't know about you guys, but to me, this whole movie seemed just slightly out of focus. Like, yes, it was yeah. always a little. No matter what, it was always a little out of focus, and it actually was giving me a headache yeah. watching this. Was, I'm glad you said that because I thought maybe it was just the uh, the SD. I yeah. thought it was just poor quality. They didn't have an mm-hmm. HD option, at least on Amazon where right. I was streaming. It was just SD, and it was it was fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. and it's, it wasn't just me because it was like it really bothered me and giving me a headache watching that. <laughs> So after the crash, we meet the main character, we meet Alistair. Uh, he's kind of this nerdy bookworm guy, and he's answering an ad for a basically a roommate wanted ad. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you notice is that Greg, right next to the door is this wooden bust of Jesus, and he's smoking a joint. So yeah. <laughs> right there, there, you know what kind of apartment you're about to go into right. or dorm or whatever it is. I guess it has to be apartment. You don't have wanted. Well, it's like a studio apartment. Yeah, right? it was like a large studio apartment because, yeah. go. I mean, he, Alistair goes into the room, and he's like, okay, I'm going to rent a room. And there's no actual room. Yeah. He's, yeah. like, in this giant open <laughs> studio space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's where he meets Larnell, the other kind of main character. He's, like, kind of the main stoner. And um, we also meet the other new roommates. We have Bachman and Brett. Now, Bachman is, is your, t- your typical surfer stoner, dude. Right. And Brett is the washed-up jack stoner <laughs> who basically clings to his past trophies and accomplishments. So... Speaking of these trophies that he clings to, <laughs> they are the sh- <laughs> they're the shittiest like little league core yeah. league baseball trophies that you'd give like an eight year old just for like per- participating. And he's supposed to be like his college like MVP award baseball trophies. Like now, so now he bad. was he was a recent recent uh, he recently got kicked off the team for a failed drug test. Yes, right. so he maybe if he's been playing foot baseball his entire life, and it sounds like he was recently cut. Now, question is: Do any of you guys have your old trophies from like high school or before? I, I never I won not. any. Oh, <laughs> poor no, I, all my like the soccer trophies. Thing, I don't know. I got mm-hmm. they're all gone. Um, Chris, you got yours? Mm-mm. No. If no. I really wanted one, I could probably I could go up to the trophy shop and get one for five bucks. I mean, they're they were cheap right. trophies back then. They're handing out. Right. Um, so. Uh, Larnell shows uh we after everybody's talking and Larnell shows Bachman this ad in High Times magazine and he says like, <clears throat> Larnell says I finally have enough to buy it and basically what it is the ad reads uh it being a large bong from New Orleans that dates back to like the 1960s and is assumed to be possessed right because okay. nothing's gonna sell your shit better than saying it's yeah. possessed I mean that's he just... does say he does say uh everything in High Times is on the up and up. You know? <laughs> it's legit shit, man. Right. Um, so they buy it, they express mail it. Scene change. Now the scene I, change. I did like before we get there. I did like the explanation. The only thing that's missing is a killer bong. Right. And I had one in college. It was the Crippler. Love that. Uh, yeah. Yes. Right. And that was like a nice two, three foot glass bong. Yeah. 
That's pretty nice. Yeah. So I can kind of see where this is coming from. It's like, all right, place needs a block. Let's go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so every time we get, like, a scene change in this movie, we get this, like, a, a, a mix of, like, again, the old, like, 60s Adam West Batman against Scooby-Doo and, like, and mm-hmm. weed. So you get, like, spinning weed, weed leaves, reggae music, and, like, pot smoke, etc. All right, sound like you've seen like that that '70s show. Right. It's really weird choice. I thought they made for every single scene change. You see this. I feel uh, like they needed a lot of filler in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Scene stretch. Makes, you know that would make sense. Yeah, I, mean, I wonder how much if you went back and just add up the time from all like the, the scene change graphics. How right. much? How many minutes it adds up to? That's a good point. Was the movie like an hour twenty three? Yeah, yeah, eighty minutes. Long like credits. Yeah, yeah, I bet the movie was about an hour long. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was yeah. like, man, there's not, there's not a whole lot here. <laughs> uh, so we we cut to Larnell and he's playing Super Mario World, but the sound effects are just a bunch of generic video game beeps, buzzes, and zaps. <laughs> and as a gamer and somebody who grew up with Mario and like Super Nintendo and, and Nintendo days, I feel kind of insulted that you didn't even you couldn't use the real damn sound effects, but you're gonna show somebody playing an iconic video game. People know the sound effects too. This got under your skin. It kind of yeah. did. Huh. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. Now I'm kinda curious here. So you see this a lot in movies. Like they're showing the video game, they're using the wrong sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I wonder if that's a loophole to use to get around copyright. Like, well, that's what I was thinking. It's like they didn't want to pay to for the rights to play the Mario. I, I mean, think it, it could be a point, but like if they're worried about copyrights, then like, you would think just showing Mario itself would be a maybe major copyright. Cost, maybe cost right. As much. Yeah, maybe they're just like, <laughs> you know. All right. I was surprised he was playing Super Nintendo. I mean, it's yeah. like 2006, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Super I mean... Nintendo was sitting on top of the uh, Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> but I'm not going to give somebody free for going no, retro. No, no, that's I go cool. Back to my, no, hey, man, I was retros. playing Punch-Out yesterday. Yeah, you so know, there you so go. I'm just saying. Um, now, is it Punch-Out or was it Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? No, punch no, out? it was Punch-Out. Oh, no. you got the crappy one. Yeah, I've got Mike Tyson's. <laughs> ah, that's the, that's the Holy Grail right there. Yeah, it's from the good. weed store, so I mean, I got what I got. Yeah. All right, so a knock on the door, and it's this kind of old, uh, odd, like, really odd, uh, mm-hmm. basically UPS yeah, rip-off delivery mm-hmm. guy. He's driving off this giant bong in a box that's huge. He was weird, wasn't he? He was a little odd. Like, he was professional. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was real professional. Uh, his name was Rabbit, too. He gave us nose. He noticed place. the box, though, too, and it showed up. It was all, like, duct taped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could tell it was, they just pulled it out of the trash or something. Like, they made a box. <laughs> It's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So in comes Brett with food, and Brett and Oster, they're talking about Larnell, and while well, Larnell is like unpacking the ball, and he's just, you know getting a man boner for it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know what why it'd be a man boner. Oh man, that's kind of <laughs> just a boner. Just a boner. Uh, <laughs> so well, don't you know there is no gender anymore? Yeah, there's no, gender. yeah there's no gender. So anyone can have a um, boner, darn it. Larnell is like we we learned this conversation that Larnell comes from money that his grandfather or father was a big time lawyer, and then somebody got hit by a bus and they and is now in a wheelchair and basically this they quit the practice to use like their the live off the insane like lawsuit money right. and that's so that's Larnell mm-hmm. whatever and. Um, and they used to get an allowance from his father, but uh, he but they stopped the allowance so because uh, he dropped out of law school. So that was um, that's his like backstory. But it really makes no difference in this movie whatsoever. Why mm. they even give that backstory? It's kind of pointless. Again, maybe just we need filler. Um, so the bonds unpacked. And it's several feet tall. It's like easily three, four feet tall. 
Uh, it's got these four like tubes or ho- hoses coming out of it, mm-hmm. and it really looks more like a hookah than a bong to me. Yeah, that's like, yeah. It was like a weird hookah bong hybrid. Yeah, it, yeah. it really just said more hookah to me. I've never seen a bong. Right. I mean, it's not. I guess I mean, you could make it, but I've never seen bong like tubes coming out like the hookah hose. If you want to be technical, I believe it's a hookah, but I mean, it's still. I'm sure it's it is. Probably, yeah. yeah. But the top's not a proper hookah top. It's no, it's not. Th- there's no place to burn the the mm-hmm. uh, coal or the so hybrid. Yeah. yeah, it's just a weird prop they made. Mm-hmm. So, um, Lornell is like in love with this bong like his woman, like love at first sight. He is he even compares to woman. Like, look, there's the tits and there's the vagina and there's this and <laughs> it's it. got feminine energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Bachman wakes up from some nap somewhere and they're like, all right, let's fire it up. And they put the weed in. They light it up. Brett and Lornell each take a hose, suck in the smoke. Now, I guess if for those of you familiar with the ways of the bong, um, <laughs> you may have noticed here if you did watch it that they skipped kind of a pretty crucial step in the bong smoking process and that they never put any water in this thing. <laughs> uh, I have no idea how this thing is supposed to actually work then, but there's no water <laughs> in this bong ever. Right. How does it work? It's going to be a brutally dry hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be rough. So all of them except Alistair hit the bong. And Brett's like disappointed in, in the in the high. He was expecting like um, like the end all be off high. Like this is supposed to be the best high ever. Uh, and, and, you know, according to Abby, he's like, uh, it's just he's disappointed. Um, and then, but Bachman's trying to be like, dude, every high is amazing. Just like there's no such thing as a bad blowjob. <laughs> and that brings Brett back, firing back, said, oh yeah, there is. And he tells this story about a girl named Carla Brewster who he says had teeth like a school piranha chewing on a baby goat <laughs> that gave him the worst BJ ever. Wow. Um, so. That's toothy. It was very toothy. Yeah, <laughs> toothy. That's toothy. Yeah, that toothy one. Uh, so they want to smoke more, but now they're out of weed. And he places, Larnell places the bong on the trophy rack, a.k.a. the shitty filing cabinet. <laughs> exactly For a guy who's like so obsessed with his trophies, he's, they're just stuck in like this tiny like middle filing cabinet. It's right. So <laughs> not even like grandly displayed or anything. Just no. like here they are, on top of a cabinet. Uh, well, there's couches. not a whole lot in this yeah, apartment. There's, there's not you know a lot of room I mean? to go there's around. A couch, a bathroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they don't own a lot of stuff. They yeah. just own like <laughs> furniture. Four dudes living in like yeah. one room. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a there's a bathroom there somewhere. Right. Um. So uh, now at this point we can see because uh, they do a close up of the bong and we see there, there's a very subtle makings of a face. On uh on, on the bong, I mean, yeah. they got like very two eyes, yeah. small mm-hmm. bulge noses, and like the slit of the mouth, very very subtle. But also at this point, I didn't know if about you guys saw this too, but like the bottom of the bong looked like a bowling ball to me. Like it's one of those old school where you just go, it's like black, like that little bluish kind of like streaky paint. It just looked like a bowling ball, like they just stuck huh. a tube on top of. Yeah, could see that. Um, so scene change again, more spinning pile leaves, everyone sleep, uh, and they're a glow begins to fill the bong from inside. And, and, and we start hearing these whispering sounds, right. like these whispering voices. You can't, can't quite understand it. Exactly. And the, it's very, very and it's funny that it's the three of you, both Chris is here of this, because we can relate to this. But Make you think of we, Halloween Haunt? Yes, because yes. like, it's the right. first thing I thought yeah. of was the damn crystal ball in yeah. Halloween Haunt did the exact same thing. This right. Did. Uh, and then it had me thinking, uh, I mean, even though Halloween Haunt came out 2011, which was five years after Evil mm-hmm. Bong, I did a little research. It turns out both of those movies were written by Dominic Murr and both directed by Charles Band. Uh-huh. So same writer director. Nice. Same effect. Somebody's nice. recycling their material. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
stick with what you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whispering objects. <laughs> <laughs> Glowing objects, yes. Uh, Alistair wakes up. If it ain't broke, <laughs> you know, you don't fix something you like go. that. You just roll with it. Hey, right? Evil Bong's a franchise. Evil Bong's a franchise. It's all because of the glowing whispers, man. It works. That's <laughs> Got the it formula. That's the formula for a successful franchise. Got the bong hidden. <laughs> Something has to glow from the inside, and unaudible whispering noises have to be heard. Uh, so, exit. Alistair wakes up. He sees the bong glowing, but as he approaches it for a closer look, it goes dark. And then we basically just jump 24 hours into the future. Nothing like, hey, guys, the bong was just glowing. Yeah. Uh, like, it's like, eh. I don't I worry about it. They made a big deal because Bachman was out of weed, so they had to wait until tomorrow to get more. Mm-hmm. So like twenty four hours. I maybe. get it, but yeah. still, like you would think, if you see the yeah. bong glowing, like, guys, uh, again, uh, there's a lot of filler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, twenty four hours. Like Bachman's been hitting the bong hard, like basically nonstop all, all day. day. Uh, and like so much that like, even Lord now, like, dude, you gotta slow down a bit. And in comes Brett with the two girls, Luann and Janet. Now, Luann's kind of your typical ditzy. Uh, sometimes maybe a little obnoxious cheerleader, mm-hmm. and Janet is your basically real tip, uh, stereotype uh, girl next door. I yeah, would say. yeah, definitely your girl next door. Uh, Lornell invites the girls to hit the bong. Luann refuses, saying that the bong looks like an old moldy <laughs> dick that she is not sucking. <laughs> sucking that shit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Brett, glad they made reference to that too, because the bong does not look very good. It does no, not. Yeah. Like I would have so, suck on so it. They're just like. <laughs> Uh, so Brett leaves with the girls that go to off to a party, and as he leaves, the bong begins to glow again and and, and calls Luann a bitch because you know it's. Mm-hmm. And um, I gotta say, a side note here: I love throughout this whole movie, um, the guys are always drinking Coors Light. Right, it's obviously Coors Light. Like, but <laughs> they have like a giant red stick of tape going right down the side of the can, covering Coors. That's yeah. how they get. That's how they get away with it. That's how they I get know, away with it. So obvious, like. I think a little more uh, inconspicuous with your, your giant label covering. Here's the way I look at it. <laughs> all right. Hold the can a different way. <laughs> they all have like little hands. I don't know, but it's a perfect opportunity to get like you know away with stuff like that. And well, I'm yeah, sure the there's... company will be like, "Well, you got to cover it up enough." So it's almost like free advertising, I guess, in a way. Well, yeah. but, but or you know, if you're really that. You know, guys, there are can koozies out there. Just yeah. slide it right on it. <laughs> Problem solved. Well, there's running. another spot in this movie where there's a bucket of chicken sitting on the table. Yeah, it's, it's KFC. obviously KFC. It's... Colonel or Colonel Sanders, whatever yeah. his yeah. pictures there. But they like didn't it say KFC? No, they they co- colored out the K, so it was just uh, <laughs> FC. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Because I know I saw that bucket. I didn't realize right. they colored out. Um. So. Uh, Again, the scene shifts. Everyone's uh, like gone now except for Bachman, who's so high that he's on the verge of passing out on the couch. Uh, the bong comes to life and says, you're mine. Uh, and, and the bong is a sassy black woman, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and then it proceeds to suck the soul out of yeah. Bachman, pulls the soul down into the bong like a reverse dream of genie coming out of the genie. And what's mm-hmm. inside of bongs, and you wonder? Like, yeah. So, yeah, now we go to Bong World, which is a just a strip club with <laughs> giant titty girls dancing around. With... Just, just, a sweet just inside, strip the club. <laughs> inside the bong. Yeah. Inside the bong. Inside the bong. So basically, inside the bong is Soje, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, that's, that's where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want is inside a bong. You got it. For those of you who don't live in the area, that's uh, Titty City for St. Louis. It's <laughs> <It's> like the <laughs> one part of town where it's like nothing but strip clubs. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So Bachman, he's welcomed in by in, he's welcomed in by the bong and topless girls, like I said, with his great fucking tits are dancing around in thongs. Uh, he takes a seat by one of the stages, and the camera cuts over to a shot of a small African tribal doll that is yeah. alive. It, it's very puppet master esque. Yeah, and this doll is from another full moon movie called Ooga Booga. <laughs> Uga Booga, I shit you not, and it's about the soul of a murdered black man that gets trapped in this African doll and goes on a killing spree. Wow! Uh, I have actually watched this movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it is right for our pickings, and it may be on a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it's called Uga Booga about a black guy in a doll. Oh, <laughs> so... oh shit! That's so racist. I know. Oh, God. Like, the movie is actually very kind of racist. Oh God. <laughs> So, uh, and now uh, this midget just pops. <laughs> this place is like a weird Oz. It's like yeah. midgets and strippers and dolls and all sorts of weird ass shit coming up in here. Um, so I don't know his actor's name, but he's a midget you definitely recognize. He's been on a lot. Of, it's not like the Peter Dinklage, but he's like your yeah. next tier yeah. down midget actor. He was in uh, Seinfeld. He was, was he Kramer's in friend. Dawn? For some reason, I keep no, thinking he was in Dusk and Dawn. Guy. No, I don't think so. But he's in Seinfeld okay. and he's friends with Kramer. He's the. He's the actor. He's an actor in Seinfeld. I don't okay, remember the character's name. Um, anyway, so the midget comes up. He says, you know, uh, he, the midget tells Bachman that uh, he knows a lot about the creatures of the night and that Bachman should watch himself uh, uh, about her and, and referring to, to watch herself around her. And then he just walks off. He's like, never seen again. It's such a weird little... Wa- I wonder, was he in any other uh, I'm, full moon movie? I don't know. It seems like... Inside Bong World is the spot to like. I started thinking because some of the other camos guys in the right, black suits are so layered. Like, uh, like come on, Like, I started thinking because I had no idea who they were, but I'm like, I'm either. guessing maybe they made a characters point from... to say something. That those guys have like dialogues. So you yeah. almost think that they were in another. I, that's my best you know? guess. I'm sure, but just not one right. I've seen yet. Um, so the stripper comes over, sits on Bachman's lap. She takes off her shirt to reveal her bra, which. By the way, just came out of nowhere. Right, right. She was topless before. Completely topless. (laughs) Great boobs hanging out. And then all of a sudden she's covered in a bra. And on the bra covering her boobs are these fanged skulls on each each boob. Sexy. Oh, yeah, real sexy. (laughs) He goes, goth boobs. Cool. That's cool. (laughs) Goth boobs. (laughs) I missed that. <laughs> uh, she starts kissing Bachman. The eyes of the skulls light up red. The skulls come to life and they bite into Bachman's neck like vampires. Now, the boob skulls kill Bachman while the Ooga Booga doll just watches and furiously yeah, jacks yeah. off. Yeah. Just like reckless of bed. He's like, she's just that little arm. He's going like down. trying to start a fire down there. I was like, is, is the doll jerking off right now? Yes, the doll is like furiously jerking yeah. off. It's just going to town. I know. <laughs> God. The fury of oh. a thousand hells. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we're taking like pans back to Midge. He's like, "That's wrong." It's like, <laughs> oh, it's a really weird scene. Yeah. <laughs> so we're taking it back to the real world now, God. where seven strangers are meeting for the first time, and uh, I'm just. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Brett, <laughs> Brett, Brett enters, returning from last night's party, and he chants out to Brett, and uh, uh, Larnell is sleeping in this lazy boy chair where he, he, he ta- has a tendency to pass out in. Uh, Brett wakes him and tells him to wake up Bachman, who is completely unresponsive, mm-hmm. who is on the couch. Uh, and then Larnell mentions, like, hey, I think the bong looks a little different now, guys. There's something different about it. Uh, Alex is checking Bachman's pulse, realizing that he is dead. He tells the others. 
they freak out, you know, fr- and start scrambling to try to figure out what to do. Like, what are we going to do? We have a dead body on our couch. And Alistair then, tries to call the cops. Yeah, yeah then comes the classic the yeah. dilemma in right. lots of movies. Like, what do we do with the body? Yeah. It's it the weekend at Bernie moment. I, I, I'm, I almost wish they would have gone full weekend at Bernie. I thought they were going there. Yeah. I really thought they were going to. I was, that was hoping a full weekend at Bernie. Me too. I was like, oh my God, they're going to weekend at Bernie this shit. <laughs> and then it didn't happen. I was kind of disappointed. I know. That's but... a missed opportunity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Brett stops Alistair from uh, calling the cops. And they basically come up with the idea of waiting till dark and then is dropping his body off at like his parents' yeah. house on the curb. Or Some something friends, like that. huh? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> if I keel over dead, please call the police. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to drop you off on your front porch and walk away. Front porch. Bye. Traumatize my family. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Um, so, some bros. Like, honestly, here's one point too. How many times do you think they said bro in this movie? Oh, it's brotastic. It is, it is bro-alicious. Wow. It is filled bro, to the brim bro, with bros. Bro, bro. <laughs> Very yeah. bro. Hey, bro. Uh, wow. And that's when the knocking on the door starts, and in comes, and it, well, it's not good, but it's Larnell's wheelchair-bound grandpa, and he's oh, demanding that the cocksuckers open the door. So once again, we have another movie with like the foul-mouthed old person right. character, and I, I'm skin- this is getting fed up. I'm getting this, this is played out in my book. This whole scene was completely unnecessary. Really. It totally was. It was long. And it was like, wow, you were really just filling time with an old I man. I thought the exact same thing. Like, cussing. why is this going on? It's like an old yeah. man in a wheelchair cursing just for like the shock value of having an old man cursing. Right. And he's not that old. He's probably like in his 60s, early 70s. Uh, if that, like, probably more like 60s. Mm. But uh, it, just, and it just goes on and on and on. There's like, yeah. no, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, uh, you know, push the plot forward. No. Plot. But, uh, <laughs> right. It doesn't add to the that story. very loosely. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do anything except eat, eat up time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brett Larnell carried Bachman's body into like, into a bedroom. I guess it's the bathroom. I thought it was a bedroom. And they, they try to hide it. Alistair holds off the grandpa. But finally he rolls in, gives the stoner some shit. But he seems to like Alistair for like being deaf. He's like, oh, you're not one of these losers. Yeah, so yeah. You're, yeah. you're okay. And he, the grandpa announces that he just got remarried. Now, Larnell thinks that Grandpa married some young, big-tittied bimbo that he can bang on the side. Oh, um, now, it's rightfully, rightfully so, this pisses sure. off Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Grandpa says to him that he can only hope that one day convicts will feast on his scrotum sack. Oh, so another... <laughs> I thought, that's a fucked up thing know, to wish yeah. on somebody. Grandpa's got some weird singers. Man. Yeah, he does. He, he does, but I, I kind of like Grandpa. Yeah. Uh, Brett steps in and kind of changes the subject, asking him how... He met his new bride, and he says, on the racquetball court, all the gyms he owns. And uh, he introduces his new wife, and in she comes. And she is older and more frail-looking than he is. <laughs> yeah. Like, she is, like, one one step's breath away yeah. from death's door. Like, she's mm. – um, so the guys are stunned, shocked about her appearance because they're all thinking, you know, it's like some gold-digging blonde girl. And uh, she slowly makes her way to the couch, and she pretty much just takes a nap. <laughs> and then she's never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> and neither is he, really. For as long as this was, this whole scene here, it's like, it, like you said, it, it didn't pay off for no, anything. No, it was absolutely not. really just... Wow. No, and the scene ends with Grandpa saying she's tired from the morning sex fest we had, yeah. and then he wheels himself into the bathroom to take a shit. Yeah, and all we, and that's it. And we, we see that he rolls by Bachman's body, which is on a mattress covered with dirty clothes. But you don't even like see his arm hanging out. Or no, anything. you kind of like, see. It's not like I see a finger or a hand. It's like, yeah, I think I see an arm in there. Yeah, it's right. you, you kind of lose the gag. You should have like the arm fall out. I mean, that's a prime time opportunity. Yeah. for the classic like, oh no, he's gonna find the body. <laughs> like that scene should have been there. Yeah. You know? Um. 
you're gonna do it. Go all the way. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we get the weed change again, and Larnell's sitting in his lazy boy, smoking a joint, and across from it, he, the room's dark too. He's like sitting in a dark room, smoking weed by himself, and he, across from him is the bong, and the bong, of course, it starts to glow, comes to life, and starts talking to him. Mm-hmm. And it, the bong's convincing that he needs to smoke more weed, but needs to smoke from the bong. It starts talking dirty to him. Like, Come yes. On, Come yes. On. Yeah. Hit it. Um, So Larnell lights up Puffs on one of the hoses The high is so strong That he has to crawl back to his chair Where he just passes out And then the bong Like like, Buckman sucks the soul out of him And down into the bong And Larnell is taken into bong world Yes. Now so back to bong world we go And Larnell is taken aback By the topless dancers he also finds Bachman, who is now seems to be alive and well, surrounded by girls, even though we just saw him get like his neck destroyed right. and devoured <laughs> by a man-eating plastic skeleton booby bra. Yeah. Uh, like, what is happening? Yeah, I, I was wondering the same fucking thing. I was like, what? Is... Yeah, and he liked it there. Yeah. He's yeah. pumped. He's like, all right, hey, man, what's this up? This place is How's awesome. This place is great. <laughs> he loves it. So we shift over to the bong, who now has like a, a real, like legit face there. Now the eyes are even open; they move. However, she every time she talk, the mouth never moves, even though we clearly hear her talking. Which I think the creator should have given up. You know, I would say giving up the moving eyes for a moving mouth. Yeah, yeah. It would be a little mm-hmm. less. I don't know. It just makes more sense. And the bong is guarded by the balancer slash bodyguard, um, Sylvester Turkey. Uh, bong welcomes Arnell in, tells her this place is everything you could ever desire. Cut to naked girls dancing. Laura was like, says like, no, double fucking awesome. And then we hear a very familiar voice from the show saying, pretty fucking hot. And the camera pans over to show us our old friend, the ginger, ginger dead, dead man. Yeah, I, was say. I, was, I was pretty pumped. I was like, whoa! <laughs> Who seems to have gone through a bit of a growth spurt since we last saw the old champ. Because he looks like three feet tall now. Instead yeah. of like the eight inches he was before. He's, he's definitely little person height. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was pretty awesome seeing ginger dead man, though. Yeah, Gingy. Gigi uh, makes some very more uh, very perverted marks, you know, comments about the girls, and just like Uga Booga, he's jerking off too, <laughs> yeah. saying he's about to cream, and so everybody in this place is like jerking off all, nonstop. Like I don't know if I'd want to be in that strip club where yeah. everybody's just yeah. jerking, free, you know. I don't know how great this place is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Again, it's very much like so so Jay. Yeah, it, it does look. I mean, it is uh... <laughs> a weird place. Yeah. So. Uh... Um. Anyway, so now up rolls Grandpa. Like, what? How did he get here? I just like again. What is happening? Like, I don't understand the logic or how anything in this movie interacts and works properly. (laughs) Because everybody, the only way to get the bong rolls is to just smoke the weed from the bong. But here comes Grandpa, who doesn't smoke anything. It's like, why are you here? So is it a vision? Are these his visions? Yeah. And then, and then, like, you know, he has bong to get rid of him. And all he does, a bodyguard just comes over and just pushes him out of the way. That, yeah, a little aggressively like, pushes like him. A, uh, kills, it doesn't, you know, kill Grandpa and blow him up. No, that would have been crazy better. Like that would much better. You know what I mean? Just kind of pushes him out of scene. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he just wheels him away. He just had an opportunity to kill Grandpa. Yep, and away he wheels. And Larnell goes back to Dancing Girls, and just like the other one who is now suddenly wearing a bra that just magically appeared. Uh, this yeah, again. Bra- <laughs> They love showing the great big titties, which, oh, they're amazing. I can't get over the hell. This girl, the brunette girl was, oh. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, yeah, we see the movie. And then the very next shot, they're wearing this 
ugly like grandma like brought these <laughs> gigantic plastic things like glued to the cups of them. Yeah, uh, this one had a fucking shark. Yeah, this Sharks, one was yeah. an open shark mouth. I like that they went something different because for a minute I was scared if they were going to go back to the goth boob one. I was like, all right, give me something different. All right, sharks. Shark, yay. Shark boobs. And so she's starting to talk dirty, dirty to him, and Larnell reaches out with his fingers uh, and begins like, to rub her boob, which, of course, means he has to put the fingers inside the shark's mouth. So he can, And the shark's eyes light up, bites down Larnell's hand. The booby shark begins to eat its way up Larnell's arm as the stripper and bong just laugh as this goes on. Mm-hmm. Very creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy because that's there's stripper. blood splash, yeah. splashing on her, and she's her eyes are all wide, crazy looking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so back to the real world we go. Brett answers the door, letting in Luann and Janet. The girls mentioned they actually cleaned up the place. Now, by apparently cleaned up the place in this movie means getting a whole new place. Yes, that's what I thought too. Because <laughs> this is not the same apartment or dorm we've seen the whole movie up to now. I am fucking blown away by this. <laughs> I have never seen such drastic change in sets before. Where they're like, what happened during the film? And he's like, uh, we can't film. We're like, do we lose the right sure. to film? We're like, what happened? Or it's like, God, it's just too expensive. Like, well, we have to change like they, locations. You know, okay, so they filmed the entire movie in two separate rooms. But they tried Literally, to play that's it off. All they, yeah. You know what I mean? That's all they had to do. But they tried to play it off. It's the same room. It's not. No, it's weird. Uh,. I mean, this one, the original one was, like, beige painted walls. And, like, there was a kitchen alcove, right, that's walked in. And this one is just, it's a brick wall. Like, there's it's a brick wall. There's, the kitchen alcove's gone. <laughs> just filled with three places. Just a little remodeling, man. That's all. Yeah. You know. So. We kitchen. <laughs> we don't need a kitchen. Uh, the only thing it's seen by is the, the lazy boy and, like, the hippie blanket that hangs by the door. The only things that are the same. Uh, I'm skipping ahead a bit to the four of them playing Trivia Pursuit, which is, of course, all couch kids love to play uh, yeah, Trivia Pursuit. Say, Brett, Brett was like, girls are coming over to party. And by party, you mean, like, board games. Yeah, Trivia Pursuit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, Alistair and Janet, they, they they win, of course. And after the game, game they, uh, they, they lie up the bong. Everyone except Alistair, though, takes hits from the bong. It's from the bong. I, I, had, I don't know why, so it's a long, but I just I wanted to put it in there. I want to put it in. Uh, so, uh, anyway, so yeah, they all, and, and suddenly Luann is just possessed by the demon of horniness. Because as soon, like, as soon as she takes a hit, she just rips off her jacket. Yeah. Oh my god, she's she, fucking crazy. It was. It's like a train wreck. Yeah, it was a train wreck. <laughs> but she just kept going and yeah. going with it, and she, she was trying oh, to blow God. up the condom and spitting out. She's jumping on a train. Is that what she was trying to blow? Yeah, trying to blow up the condom. She was jumping stick. on a pogo yeah, stick. Yeah, she she frantic and yeah. aggressively like shoves Brett down to a chair, kissing on him. His leg. And she's like yeah. dancing like she's having a seizure, yeah. and she's calling, "I'm horny, I'm horny." And it's it, the, off the charts. And the pogo, oh I gotta say, it's hard to watch. When she's on the pogo stick, she's like. 
It sounded like she was about to come, but I was, I give the actress credit. She's bounced on taking no hands. Yes, no hands. hands. Free. <laughs> yeah. so just, I was like, holy crap. Holding it with her abs and yeah. doing this while holding her boobs. I'm like, wow. I mean, <laughs> good on you. That's impressive. Like, I know it's going to I know it's going to turn you on. I know it's going to make you She made it weird. She made it weird. Really weird. She made it weird and awkward. So I like it flashes back to Alistair and Janet. Yeah, they're both looking at her like, what the fuck? They're both looking at her like, what the hell's going on? So that helps sell it too, you know? So Luann crawls on top of Brett now, who is pretty much passed out from the weed. And she says that you better get it up or you better be ready to get up or I'm going to tell the rest of the team that you're going faggot. (laughs) And then she passes it on top of him. But hit the buzzer. We once again, we have a faggot sighting. It's rare. We have uh, it's it's been a while since we have (laughs) add one tick to the faggot counter. (laughs) We haven't seen the Elisu faggot for a while. Nope. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Janet turns out. This Alistair, is 2006. This isn't that long ago. No, it's not. Like yeah. this is 11 yeah. years ago. Well, God, man. Yeah. Oh, 11 years. Never mind. That <laughs> was a while ago. <laughs> uh, Janet turns to Alistair, and start, who's like making nervous small talk, and she's coming on to him. She's kissing on him, but he's like really nervous and shy. He's like, "Hey," uh, and she's like, "Hey, when I get high, I get a little freaky." Blah blah blah. And that's when Alistair notices that Larnell hasn't moved, and he checks around, and finds he's dead. And then he notices that the bong has once again changed, become a little more, I guess, human-esque or, you know, anthropomorphic, if you will. And uh, he puts the pieces together. The people who smoke from the bong, they die, and then the bong changes. Uh, He and Jan start talking about, you know, some weird paranormal shit. It doesn't fucking matter. And he brings up the ad for the bong and figures that it wasn't a warning about the side effects from smoking weed. It was, you know, warning you about the bong itself. itself. Right. Um, and then Jam is like, well, I smoked from it too. And that's when the two of them look over and see the bong sucking the souls out of both Brett and Luann. So back to bong world we go again. <laughs> back to bong world. And Brett and Luann enter. And Luann's like not digging the strip. Club. He's like, I want to get out of here. This isn't my type of place. And until it's like, oh, here's a box, a pretty box. Let me open it. <laughs> and just like a jack in a box basically pops up a little evil clown doll with fang teeth and laughing. Assuming, again, this has got to be a reference to the Killjoy series yeah. of Full Moon as well. Right. Uh, Luann wants to leave, uh, and she's trying to fit, and but she ends up getting removed by... The bouncer. Yes, yeah, the bouncer, which she basically... I don't know why she's going off fight, because she basically got I a did. wish. She's like, I want to leave, and he ta- you're like, all right, I'll kick you out of it. She's like, don't touch me, let me go. The bouncer killer just picks her up and carries her off scene. Yeah. Never yeah. see her again. Like, <laughs> never that's see how they get rid of people, yeah. they just carry them away. Uh, so Brett heads over, takes a seat at one of the stages, and this big-breasted blonde appears in front of him, starts dancing for him. Brett recognizes her as the as Carla Brewster, the girl from the bad blowjob story we had earlier. Mm. She removes her red feathery boa top to reveal her bra, which has giant red lips on it covering each boob. And she tells Brett that she had she heard what she said about her her to her friends about her technique. About I heard what she said about that. She undoes his pants and says, hey, you know what? Let me show you what I've learned. And so you know this is not going to end well for him. Yeah. You, you, old <laughs> Brett is in for a world of hurt. And she recites exactly what Brett said about her blowjob techniques as she lowers her tits down onto his dick. And that's when we hear the chomping noises and Brett screams out his pain. Bong's laughing. The, the Her tube arms are flailing around in glee. And <laughs> blood's flying up from his crotch. Back to the real world we go. The bong is now looking like it does in Bong World, so it's made a complete transformation. That was a buzzkill moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a buzzkill moment. Total buzzkill. Uh, like it was going good, and then, oh, no, you got your wiener eaten. 
Um, Janet's worried because, you know, she smoked from the bunk, too. And Alistair tries to cover saying, well, you only took one hit, so you should be okay. Mm-hmm. Now the bong comes to life. Saying, baby, that's all it takes. And suddenly <laughs> Janet gets super. the worst <laughs> black woman ever. <laughs> Sorry. It's funny. Baby, that's all it takes. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, just jumped out of me. <laughs> I appreciate the effort, though. Keep it up. Right. Keep it going, baby. But as soon as she says that, I mean, that's all it takes. Uh, oh, Jan just passes out. Like, she just falls on the couch, goes to sleep. And Alistair tries to wake her up. And that's when in comes Tommy Chong, a.k.a. Jimbo, who just walks in. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't knock. Doesn't yeah. He just walks into a stranger's apartment hey. like, what's up? <laughs> um, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> Chong says that he's been looking all over for you, referring to the bong, and he explains everything to Alistair that about how it was his wife that placed the ad in the magazine, and how the bong is evil, and that he had it in storage, but his wife sold all of his shit, including his Hot Wheels collection, which he yes. makes a big deal about. He's very upset about that. Um, Alistair wants to know how to stop the bong. Chong tells him that he doesn't think it can be stopped. Uh, the bong basically says the bong killed all of Chong's friends, and he almost got him too. But I was like, hey, we have to save Janet. And again, Chong's like, dude, it's too late. Uh, that Actually, I had to listen to Chong uh, explain what happens. It's, I don't know, it's, it's Chong is best. You have to help me save Janet. Did she take a hit? I'm afraid so. Then it's too late, man. She's already there. There? Yeah. Where's there? There is where you go when you take a big bong hit. I've been there, man. <laughs> you don't come back from there. Well, I did, but man, I was lucky. So yeah, that's that's Chong explaining where there is. And I don't know why. I just kind of like that scene or mm-hmm. the way he says that. I just found it funny. I so I put it in. Thought it'd be fun to play. Um, did you have something? First, did you have yeah. something to say? We're putting you on the spot. Oh no, that was classic Chong, like you said. Oh yeah, like, as you were trying to explain what was happening with Tommy Chong walking in, I was like, yeah, play the clip because <laughs> pretty much explains it. It's being classic, so serious. classic Chong, <laughs> Marshall, down to the detail. Uh, so Alistair decides that he has to go in after her now, and so Chong like Chong gives him a handful of pills, which he thinks are vitamins. Yeah, right. uh, Alistair don't explain what no, these are. No, Tommy like, Chong just hands you a bunch of pills, and uh, you take them blindly. So question that. These, yeah. these pills, <laughs> these pills are designed to counteract a high or something of that nature. Is that correct? Is that what we I both guess, agree that's on? What I guess end up doing, doing, but yeah. they don't really explain. They don't really explain. No, it like says they're vitamins. Yeah. So right. it's like I've never heard but, of anybody taking vitamins to like help right. get their high to go away from Can, weed. I was curious about this, so I looked up methods to eliminate your high. Oh, wow. The number one was actually CBD oil. And if you don't know what CBD oil, that's actually the uh, oil from the cannabis uh, plant itself. It's used to help prevent seizures. Hmm. It's used to help. Perf- it's anti-inflammatory. It's got like a lot of good medical properties to it, but it doesn't give you a high because it actually has uh, it blocks the receptors for cannabinoids in your brain. So oddly enough, the thing that gets you high is also the same comes from the same plant that will take your high away instantly. Huh. So, the more you know. That yeah. was uh, the Horrible Horror Weekly educational moment. Here your medical by, educational brought moment. Brought to you by Aaron and cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much a proponent for legal marijuana. So, yeah. uh, I I don't know where I was in my notes. 
Oh, he pockets the vitamins, which is really weird. He doesn't ask any questions about it at all. He's like, all right. And uh, he asks for help to light the bong. And he takes his first hit of weed, coughs. Uh, he says, you know, like, I don't feel anything. And then immediately passes out. Uh, so back to bong world. Or, sorry, no. Now the bong and Chong, they have a conversation. They start talking. And the whole time, Bong is trying to seduce Chong into taking hits <laughs> from it. Uh, Chong's resisting, telling the Bong that he came here to take her out. And he pulls out a hammer uh, from just out of nowhere. Just here's a hammer. Well, when he walked in, he walked in with like a little, like a bag or something. Did he have a bag with yeah. him? Okay, I, I must have looked, didn't see that then. Uh, meanwhile, in Bong World, the three killer strippers <laughs> are topless. They're dancing around. Alistair enters. Bong welcomes him. And he tells Bong that he's here to rescue Janet. Bong's like, just do like relax. This place can be good for you. You know, it can be great for you. The three strippers surround him. They begin rubbing on him, trying to seduce him. Alistair's resisting, but he's 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 losing that. Struggle. He is a man. He is, right. he, he he is, is a man. He, he's a man. He's not made of steel. No, he's <laughs> only a man. While that's going on, Chong is beating the bong with a hammer, but it just will not break. Every time he strikes it, we see like this burst of like energy sparks at from the at the impact spot. Kind of bong talking. Field. Yeah, Bong Force Field. Yeah, Bong Force Field. Yeah. And the Bong just taunts Chong the whole time. Is that all you got, baby? Yeah, so he gives up on the hammer, and now he pulls out a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I I I like I don't the, know if the bag was that big. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the, I like the escalation. Yeah. That's a proper yeah, right. response, because right? bring out the big guns. I'm like, what else is worse than a hammer for a Bong? That'd be... Right. Oh shit! Chainsaw. He <laughs> really stepped it up. But I like sure it. Did. Yeah. But of course, the chainsaw can't damage it either. <laughs> so back to Bong World, where Alistair is finally able to resist the strippers. He finds Janet nearly naked in a cage with like a dude wearing a helmet and a banana hammock g-string, <laughs> and the dude is dancing up on her, like just bounces junk all around, and she's just laughing and she's giggling, loving it. She's loving it. She's having yeah. a great time. Yeah, sure she is. Um, so Alistair demands that he stop his inappropriate gyrations, pulls Janet out of the cage. Uh, we go the stripper back. says at one point, he's like, dude, I'll dance for you next. Like, Just yeah. wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, the male dancer. So I find this interesting. So we see the men's uh, time in Bong World, but this is our only glimpse in the female's part of Bong World. And it's the same thing. It's, it's just like a, a strip club. Hey, you know? They carried, they carried just... Luann out. We don't even know what happened to Luann. I'm guessing she went to female Bong World. So <laughs> right. she, she might be getting a lap dance herself she's right now. She's in female now. Bong Maybe. World parking lot, I guess. Well, she's attracted to shiny objects. Maybe she's shopping or something. Maybe <laughs> maybe Bong World has different fantasies for different people. I don't know. They no, all seem everybody, to go everybody's there. Everybody's here. That's sure. There's, there's, there's even cameos from other movies. Like, we're yeah, like, walking around. Yeah, like one of the old guys like, dude, have you seen the exit? I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can't go anywhere <laughs> so, uh, but I would say that is one limbo I wouldn't be I don't think I'd mind being stuck in I really can't say get a little older I mean, apparently even if you get killed yeah. by brawl, killer brawls apparently we've seen Bob you just come, come right back, back to life anyway yeah. and you just can't see more titties in your face so <laughs> I guess in Bong World beer's probably free huh? yeah everything's so. free nobody's yeah. paying there is no money down there just getting high just getting mm. high drinking hanging and out looking at boobs right. yeah. sounds Pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Bad existence. Yeah. Right. So anyway, back in real world, Chong gives up on the chainsaw, and now he pulls out a fucking bomb <laughs> that's made of like several sticks of dynamite yeah. taped together with wires. He and goes fuses. to the next level just when you think he's getting crazier than chainsaw. How about dynamite? Now, <laughs> love it. Love now, it. Now this actually seems to worry seems, Bong. Seems efficient. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So Bong begins to like bellow weed smoke now out of like the top of itself. Uh, 
And Chong is trying to like resist the smoke at first. He's like, oh, I build up my tolerance, man. And but he's slowly falling victim to the bong. Uh back in Bong World, Janet, she's still high, wants to know why Alistair wants to leave such a wonderful place, which I you have to ask agree with him. Like, why would you want to leave, man? And again, Bong tries to convince him that he and Jane can be very happy here, trying to play that, you know, that the the friendly devil kind of thing. Um Bong tells Alistair how much each person <clears throat> basically that now she goes like all oh, evil like villain here's my master yeah. plan evil yes. bong evil bong yeah, yeah. Uh, each person that smokes from it uh, the bong becomes more powerful and it plans to take over the world by turning everybody into stoners and that she will leave the skies filled with bong smoke and the oceans will become bong water <laughs> and that's her big plan um, so she just wants to make everyone high which again all like, over it's kind of just like a friendly thing dude I just want to spread the highness man. Everybody oh. mellow out and be high. That's where Alistair has a great speech. About I know. Alistair choice. calls the bong a hopped, a hopped up imperialist <laughs> and that people should have the right to get high if they want or not if or not get high. And this is America, land of the free, where people have the right to get high on their own discretion. He goes in this big patriotic, like... Very libertarian. I yeah, liked right. it. I liked it. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Janet pops up saying that she's horny. Alistair tells her to close her eyes over and he pops in, you know, gives her a vitamin, tells her a mint. And he's like, oh, you had bad brother. He's like, oh, I don't want bad brother. Give me another. So they ate more. And then Alistair pops the pills and he's like, oh, you're, you know, these were vitamins, what, blah, blah, blah. She instantly snaps out of her high. Again, it's like, it's like the, uh, the, those little pills from uh, Alice in Wonderland. Eat me, drink me. It's like, as yeah, soon as you yeah. do it, there's the effect. Poop. So she, he popped pills that he got from Tommy Chong yes. into this girl's mouth. Yes. <laughs> Again, you don't know exactly what this is. He's just giving her ecstasy right. and, and roofies. You are yeah. rolling the dice, my friend. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, so, uh, yeah, she's she gets stressed now. She's like, where are we? Blah, blah, what's happening? Now in comes Chong saying the bong got me, man. It got me. She got me. Couldn't resist and the good stuff. Like, he's just like, it's like it's no big deal. Oh, she got me. She, she got, got me, man. Yeah, she got it was me. those BC buds. Yeah, yes. I, I couldn't. I couldn't get man. good stuff. We built up a resistance. <laughs> like how many times did he say that? As he was a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, dude. It's like, sorry, man. We're out of vitamins. We took a ball. And Chong's like, you know, don't worry about man. Just get her out of here now. That I have a surprise for that little bitch. <laughs> And Alistair thanks him for everything. Like, they're all like, he's the wise old savior. <laughs> right. Thank you so much. Like, Obi-Wan or something. And leads Janet out of the strip club. Which, again, is like... They just go out the I door. Can, you can just go out at any time. <laughs> right. yeah. Why is it Chuck's like, dude, I just gotta walk out of here. <laughs> like, why? What's the place isn't a maze. It's not a maze. It's not like Fort Knox or Alcatraz. Just apparently a ton of people out. had a hard time finding the way it out. Really is, but Alistair knew exactly where it was, right. apparently. Oh, yeah. oh, it must have been the vitamins. <laughs> the vitamins. <laughs> So, Chong then turns his attention to the bong, and he walks up to it, rips open his shirt to reveal the bomb is taped to his chest. He sets it off, and we get a really shitty explosion effect. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> and we're taken back to the real world where Alistair and Janet wake up on the couch, and one by one, Larnell, Brett, Luann, and even Bachman like all wake up. music playing. Yeah, yeah and everyone's okay. As it, yeah. Just a deep sleep, nothing happened. Alistair realizes that Chong is nowhere to be found, and Jan says that he must have died when he destroyed the bong and he went out like a hero. Hero's destiny indeed. Yeah, uh. Blackout. 
and we cut to Chong in Bong World, surrounded by the strippers. He just got like a black, a black spot on. Yeah, face. Like, no one's <laughs> done shirt. like Bong with a little black <laughs> yeah. smear of soot or something like that. Just blew up all that like four or five sticks of dynamite off yeah. your chest. That's all he's got. That's all he's got. Just a little, little charm. Just mark. a little charm. <laughs> Chong, man. This guy's like asbestos. <laughs> God knows, like, if he isn't dead yet. My God, nothing's going to kill him. He's so, like a Keith Richards, you know? Right. He's surrounded by his strippers, and the strippers tell him that he's in charge now, that Bong World is all his. And mm-hmm. Chong's like, you know what the first thing I want to do is, girls, you know what I want to do? And they're like, why? He's like, I want to play with my Hot Wheels. And he pulls out some Hot Wheels. All of them pull out Hot Wheels and start playing with the little Hot Wheel cars. He's running cars over their tits. He's and... trying the cars over their boobs, like their right. mouths. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's kind of disturbing it to see weird. Tommy Chong in this sexual way, but like, like from a kid's point of view, almost. Because he's like playing like a little kid. He's like, yeah, it's going over the mountain. Whoa, can't get all the way up. It's like, it's a weird scene. You're like, ah. it is really weird. <laughs> it's actually kind of uncomfortable. And so, yeah, he grows, and that's it. Now it blacks out, roll credits. And during the credits, we get the trailer yeah. for for Evil Dead Bong Two, <laughs> yeah. which apparently they had already made before they released number one. Which makes me, how fast did they, did they make it? Like, just was just like more of a racist shit, like shoot them all at one just, time. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Peter Jackson's was like, no, this is how you gotta do it, man. Like I said, shoot them all at once. Franchise that shit. <laughs> no shit. That's so weird. So, right, anyway, uh, that's that is Evil Bong the movie. Uh, mm. <laughs> Let's go into favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right. Now hold on to choose from. And it's, I can't even really call them kills. Cause That's what I'm get, saying. Like, like, I don't know what well, to do here. I guess basically it's like which scene did you like? Which bra did you like the best? Yeah. Absolutely. That's I, what know, it comes down to. Kind of, yeah. I, I, so, even then, nobody died, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, 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 people... I hesitated to even go into this, but it's like. <laughs> Yeah, nobody dies. Unless did the grandpa die? We never saw him. Never see no, him again. He just got wheeled off. No, I'm guessing he's fine because Luann got taken away and <laughs> she showed up again. Lot. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> I think honestly, I think my uh, my favorite would be the uh, shark, mm. the shark, the guy uh, Lonell, Larnell, Larnell. When mm. Larnell got killed, his death was probably my favorite, just because that was my favorite stripper. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with that one. And she, that... Had, she had a good scene. It was like she looked pretty crazy. It looks like she like was working it, you yeah. know, like from, from with her acting chops as well. So yeah, that was my favorite one. I'd have to go with uh, probably Bachman because that was the closest thing to an actual kill when he gets like his neck bit open. Yeah. But I, okay. I thought he was dead, but then all of a sudden he's back and like. Yeah, like the other ones who get killed, you never see them again until the very end. Like, why have Bachman's like, dude, yeah, I'm right here, man. And right after you see him get killed, makes zero sense. It really throws everything out the window. Like, uh, for me, like, I don't know. I kind of like, I like Larnell and I like uh, uh, Brett. Mm. I mean, if I say with my theme, like anything, getting your penis chopped off by a. Yeah. That would, oh, God, it's awful. Mm. And then. But yeah, I, I assume. But he like, did deserve it because he was pretty cocky. Oh, but I'm boom. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> uh, but but uh, uh, Larnell, like I assume Larnell died. We're supposed to because like, I because you see like going up. So I assume like it would have ate right. his way all the way yeah, up, all the way up and killed him. But oh, God, wouldn't that be terrible? That bitch laughing at you? Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Eat my head. <laughs> Stop, Stop laughing. It. Uh, so fuck it. Uh, yeah, I'll go. 
I'll go Brett. There you go. We'll, yeah. we'll really make a, a, a triangle here. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll so go each, Brett. Each other faves. Each other yeah. faves. Uh, all right, that's uh, then let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a 4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, there is no thermometer score, but it has a 38% audience score. <laughs> and Amazon gives it a 3.5 out of 5. Um, Seems about right. Yeah. yeah. I'd, yeah. Uh, plot keywords, there are 37 plot keywords. Didn't run down because over half of them were just various slang words for weed. There's every <laughs> different word you can think of for weed was a plot keyword. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Stoners love Probably this Tommy Chong. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Stoner. Uh, yeah, that was definitely one. Um, trivia. Uh, the clock in the guy's apartment always reads 420. Yeah, I noticed, yeah, I noticed that. that. I was, yeah. Uh, this was the last Which full. Of course it's going to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last. This was the last full-length work of cinematographer Mark Albert or Mac Albert, who had 84 credits as a cinematographer, and he had a wide range of work, stuff from like Puppet Master, Legacy, Mega Scorpions, Horror Vision, Good Burger. Nice. Oh, <laughs> but he also did the Brady Bunch movie, Beverly Hills Cop Three, Striking Distance, which was a uh, Bruce Willis movie. My boyfriend's back. 28 episodes of Dream On. Uh, 17 episodes. Oh, Dream On, I man. love Dream On. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's something you don't see on HBO Go or nope. now. That sucks. The yeah. old stuff, yeah. Uh, 17 episodes of The Wonder Years. He also did House 1 and 2. Horror movies, uh, The Dolls, From Beyond. He did Reanimator. Uh, nice. Also did Ghoulies. And then so, did Ghoulies. the classic softcore uh, tit, you know, tit movie, uh, Chained Heat. Ah. <laughs> uh, and Was he... that the one in the women's prison? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and he did Michael Jackson's music video for Black or White. Oh, that's uh, and he has 14 credits as a director as well. So, I mean, that's just kind of an interesting resume. Some, yeah. like, really shit stuff. But he did some like, real big budget stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, he did some pretty good stuff. That's cool. Uh, now, that's all I could get for really trivia this week. Uh, not a whole lot on this movie. Uh also, unfortunately, we do not have a budget game. Oh, I oh. scoured and scoured. I could mm. not find a budget. What would you guess have been? <sighs> well, I mean, you did have Tommy Chong. You had lots of boobies. Full Moon's kind of got some production power. Nice. Um, you know, the sets and everything. Mm. I mean, the store was... They, they, It was an effort to make this franchise. You can tell from the start. I mean, they already had the second movie waiting. Mm-hmm. So they probably put a good chunk of money into it. Oh, uh, I'd say 150000 you know, start oh. off with, okay, maybe uh, one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand. I'd say. That. No, yeah, I was gonna, yeah. but I don't think I could put a whole lot of money into this movie at all. It was like all I, the filler. You know, uh, Tommy Chong was like the main. They had to throw him some cash. I'm sure. Honestly, I think but, they just, they probably just paid him in weed. Maybe <laughs> probably just like, <laughs> like we said. I mean, they only they only used maybe two locations for this Three. entire movie because they had, had two this... different they had two apartments right, and yeah. then the bong world that was it bong world that yeah. was the entire movie and the way they made the bong like we already talked about they wasn't like they put a whole lot of money into the special effects it's true and the there trophies no could cost more than you know 15 bucks for yeah, all those trophies like you said I mean yeah there was like no real gore no real no except for the Bachman one so what's your guess samples 
I mean, I agree with the price oh, wait, actually, yeah. but it's just I actually would, reasons, I would go I mean? a lot lower. I might, I would go about fifty thousand. Yeah, I mean, if that, I, I'd say maybe fifty. It's tough when you get to this point, yeah. you know, right. of being that low budget. It's like your your window of error, your margin of error has got. But be for crazy. making that first yeah. one, they probably, like I said, it turned around, and made the second one. Yeah. Now they've made six of them, so I'm sure they've made some money somewhere. Yeah. Otherwise, so, would they keep making them? Exactly. All right. Know. Yeah, you make a point. Kind of curious. I wonder if we can uh, like Full Moon is on Instagram. That they've liked some of our stuff. Yeah. When did so, when did this movie come out? Two thousand six. Yeah. So I'm sure we could just reach out to Full Moon and ask him see if they have those. Yeah, I, I thought about I didn't have time to get that. Yeah. Uh, no, that's cool. We could. I could always. We could try contacting him later. Anyway, let's. We're uh, calling you out, Full Moon. Full Moon. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to five star reviews. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five star reviews. All right, five-star reviews uh, and one six-star review. Uh, first five stars from John S. Opinion. Uh, it's a silly movie to watch and delivers that humorous comedy that Chong is famous for. I met Chong in Hawaii when he ha- oh had God. a few shows in Waikiki. Great guy, very funny guy. This is not Gone with the Wind and is not Titanic either. It is made for those who love the humor of a great American USA comedian named Chong. Named Chong. He delivers a great show and a great movie. It's worth the money. Make sure you get it legal and not some bunk bootleg off the street. Chong is a magnificent comedian, so Holy go shit. ahead and buy it. He is a good old family man, plain and simple. <laughs> Five stars. Someone who loves Tommy Chong. Yeah. Was, was, he's in the movie for like... 10 minutes. Yeah, not even. Yeah, minutes. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? That's that's being generous. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, good old American comedy, like a He's family so man. Funny. Right. Man, He's you... the greatest thing that sliced <laughs> bread. Oh, oh, oh my True. God. But he did take the bomb. He did blow up the bomb, supposedly. <laughs> Maybe, sure. obviously not if there's six more of these. But this is beyond. This is, this, this this is, is so, Tommy Chong. So much oh, like yeah. Tommy Chong jock, right? Like just yeah. sucking comedy. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if somebody works for Tommy Chong. Yeah, yeah. like Chong's going is like, I need to get, I need to get I out there. I met him once in Hawaii. He gave me the best weed ever. I'm going to plug Tommy Chong. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 666 Witchcraft. Uh, first evil bonk. This is, okay, first of all, this is all bold. All bull. Uh, First evil bong movie. I, I spelled E Y E by the way. Like I, like I, I movie. I watched. Love it. So bought all of them. Five of them. Five stars. That's his whole review. Cool. I watched the first one. Loved it. So bought all, all five. Blindly bought all the others. Oh, <laughs> Edmund Edmund, well. Edmund Hicks says evil bong is a must have. If you love Cheech and Chong, you'll love this. Stoner or take a take oh, a toke, sit back and have fun. Five stars. Man, they're really hitting the weed. Like <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize how many yeah. like potheads are into this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Now listen to this one. I actually I actually edited this one down because it was a lot longer. Yeah. But this was a six-star review of IMDB titled Not Bad by Derek Williams. And for any of those who out there, you can contact Derek Williams at Derek Williams 1974 at yahoo.com. All right. Right. there on his review. So if you have one, uh, oh. send up some spans and dick pics or just uh, <laughs> complain about his review. There you go. There you go. <laughs> dick pics. Derek Williams 1974 at Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Once I put aside my resentment of upper middle class white youth who. Choose to have nothing better to do with their time than waste their parents' resources by getting a high and probably failing college. I actually got into this. That's how it opens. So, <laughs> uh, I'll say that the horror movie reminded me of Roger Corman's Little Shop of Horrors. 
I think the highlight of the film is the actress Michelle May is the voice of the evil Bong, and Tommy Chong is Jimbo Leary. The rapport between these two were absolute riot. You don't have to be a hophead to enjoy this. I don't use marijuana, nor have any inclination to do so, but still enjoy this. Put your intelligent intellect aside and enjoy six stars. Wow. Man, we have a uh, non-pot smoker. A very Ooh, opinionated uh, yes. pot smoker. <laughs> non-pot smoker. Well, yeah, very yeah. Yeah, non-pot smoker. All right. Uh, I just, like, kind of, like, his rant to begin was kind of weird about bashing, like, white college guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on? Did he, did somebody, like, have a, like, did he have a fallout with somebody in college <laughs> or, like, knock into the fraternity he Take wanted? Easy, I don't yeah. know. And then calling, comparing this to Roger Corman, like, Little Shop of Horrors, how? I that is, I don't see yeah, the connection there I don't at see all. It either, yeah. Um. So it, I just found that really, really f- fucking weird. Um. But that's it. That that. Well, let's go into our final thoughts. We'll wrap this up. Um. You know, recommendations and closing remarks. Samples we haven't had you in a while. If you'd like to kick us off and do the honors, that'd be great. Well, let's see. Um. I I liked the movie. I enjoyed it. It was fun. But. I gotta say, so bad it's uh, scary. It wasn't even really a horror movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was no kills, there was no nothing. It was more of a comedy, and like I don't know, Tommy Chong comes in at the end, and it's goofy. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it was a fun ride. Okay, all right, Aaron. I'm gonna piggyback right off there with what Chris said about how this is not a horror movie. This is definitely something more fun, mm-hmm. wacky. It's in its own genre. I think it's definitely. I think it's even like stoner movie with a horror comedy vibe. Right. You know, I guess that's the best way to describe it. Um, because even the horror is just more comedic. Yeah. You know, shock value comedic. But at the same time, I and enjoyed let's be honest, it. Who- what stripper puts their clothes back on? <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly they're more attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but. Uh, Unlike Chris, I enjoyed it, so I thought it was fun. Uh, I like the fact that it made the franchise. I like that. <laughs> I like that direction they're going. I'm gonna say it's so bad it's good. So bad, but good. it's it's so bad it's good in the sense that it's it's not a horror movie. I mean, right. it's just you got to look at it that way. If yeah. you're gonna watch this, this is not really a true horror movie. You got to go in with a stoner mindset, having fun. But all right, for, uh, for, I, it's again, basically I... advertising the title "Evil Bong" yeah. with Tommy Chong. You know what you're getting into, so bad it's good. Uh, I you really I can't really add much to that. You guys pretty much covered it. Um, I agree. Like it's calling this a horror movie, which it is labeled like it's it's under yeah. the horror label. Uh, well, so they said this is a catalyst to like promote their other films because they had cameos from all these other. But they've films. done that, and they did that before. Like right. Halloween Haunt had cameos in it. Like, well, shit. Look at look at Evil uh, Evil Eye, the Halloween Haunt. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it was just plugging. Their older the movie. That was a commercial. That whole movie was <laughs> yeah. a commercial for, for it. Movie. Yeah. Would we have reviewed the Evil Eye if? I mean, honestly, no. We had to watch for Halloween Haunt, no. You know what I mean? We had to go out and buy that shit too. Yeah, we did. We couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> still liked it. You know, still, totally. I still like totally. it. A lot. So yeah, it's not a Bill horror Bourne's movie. One of my favorite favorite ones. You know, yeah. there, there's one out there, uh, Zombie Decadence. We got to do yeah. that one. Hardcore. <laughs> yeah, apocalypse comes. In a fucking strip club, essentially. Yep. So there's like, I've seen it. I, I it's on my list. Don't get me wrong. Oh, we're pretty, uh, we're giving a little teaser here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> back to Marshall's review. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I'm, it's uh so bad. I'm gonna say so bad. It, it's scary as well. Uh, oh, two again, against one. Yeah. 
I mean, I get where it can be enjoyable, but again, as a horror movie, it is not. Yeah. Uh, I'm disappointed in the fact that nobody died at the end. I know. They, and it is, it's, which is fine, but again, they, the way they fucked it with Bachman, it just blows me away yeah. that they they have that oversight, which throws off everything. So you can't even think they're dead or dying because you just fucked yourself with that. Yeah. So it was weird and all heartfelt almost at the end. I was like, what the fuck? Is yeah, yeah, it became like an after school yeah. special. Yeah. yeah, this is like a long stoner comedic version of a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. <laughs> kind of, you know, it's like the gang goes in, fights evil, but still saves the day and they're on right. to the next adventure. Yeah, and, you know, that's so. a great way to yeah. look at it. Yeah. Um, so, all right, so that's, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, remember, check us out on all the social media basic things. We're at it, uh, Horrible Horror. Facebook, podcast. Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're at where we can listen to us on iTunes. Listen to us on Google Play. Listen to us on Podbean. We are also streaming from our website, horriblehorrorpodcast.com, dot uh, com, where you can leave us message, leaves comments, let us know how we're doing. Uh, we also respond to Facebook messages, Instagram messages. Guys, let us know what you want to he- see, yep. what you want to hear. Uh, if you think we're funny, if you think we suck, whatever, just a little interaction <laughs> be good. We're getting some people listening, so I like it. So please interact. All right. That said, thanks again to Chris for being here. Yep. Always, thanks, guys. It's a good got time. That. Uh, but always yeah, fun. In the meantime, we'll be back later. Watch more horror movies. And remember, guys, to always keep it tight.